Welcome to Trading Card Therapy, episode number 27. The Doctor is back. Thanks for joining us today. I know it's been a little bit of time. Um, we're going to work out some of our technical difficulties, so I'll be able to do the video portion of Trading Card Therapy um, on Instagram so you can see, of course, yours truly and the cards. For today, if you want to hop on YouTube on our Just Collect account, you can at youtube.com slash justcollect. You'll be able to see us live and, of course, see the uploaded Trading Card Therapy episode number 27 directly afterwards. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, Tyler? You know, lots of different things to cover, uh, whether it be it's in the hobby and it's gossip, it's news. But, you know, the gang knows me here, and they know that I love cards. And so part of the reason why I told J5 I approved um, doing the Trading Card Therapy episode number 27 in this fashion with the phone just facing towards the cards is because the amount of buying and the quality of what we've been buying here um, at Just Collect has been unbelievable in the last several weeks. Uh, we're very fortunate and very grateful uh, of course, very appreciative of the individuals and in some cases the families that we've been able to deal with buying anything and everything from the 1910s all the way up to the 2000s. Welcome to Nick, Brandon, and Tyler. Thanks again, folks, for joining me here on Trading Card Therapy. It's been a little bit of time, but we've all taken breaks in our lives. Some for reasons that were within our control, sometimes without, and sometimes just right in the middle and so if you hear me, if you feel me, I'm glad that you're tuning in today because it's going to be a good episode. Um, it's going to be focused, though, just on cards. So if you want your news and gossip uh, as far as, you know, industry stuff goes, you may want to tune in somewhere else today. But if you do love the cards, we're going to start off with a doozy. Um, I recently was contacted, or I should say we here at Just Collect, were recently contacted um, by, oh, we have... Um, Earl's World uh, is joining in, uh, A-Roth and Kev on Instagram. Say hi to those folks as well. Um, we recently had the good fortune to be contacted by uh, a woman named Amy. She was contacting us on behalf of her family. Now, she resides in New York City. I now currently live in Hoboken, which, for those of you who do not know, many people believe that it was the birthplace of baseball, and the first ever organized baseball game was played there on 11th and Elysian uh, field, which, like I said, you'll see how it ties in just a little bit later to today's show. So um, Amy contacted us with a bunch of really great information uh, through our free appraisal form on our website and claimed, claimed that she had a uh, Willie Mays rookie, a Mickey Mantle rookie, um, actually over a thousand cards from the 1950s. And there was a good reason to think that the cards were real because she was trying to be transparent with the information as well as gave me dozens of images to check out. And so what we do really well here at Just Collect, and this is what I would advise other folks um, that are out there just listening to this as a collector, right, as a part-time dealer, um, or even as an investor, but someone trying to figure out like, wow, those, those guys that Just Collect seem to be finding some really great stuff. I'd love to find some great stuff myself and, you know, get it fresh, meaning not buy it from an auction house or buy it from a card show. And, of course, there's a trick to everything, but the trick is you have to invest your time. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, Amy is one of literally thousands of people that come to our website at justcollect.com every single month 
for free information, whether it be how to take care of your collection, how to curate your collection, what, if any, should I have of my cards, should I get graded, um, how should I sell my cards, whether it be to us or anyone else. And so when you, you, part, you start to put yourself in other people's shoes and you can answer those questions for folks, it becomes a little bit easier um, for, <clears throat> excuse me, for you to achieve your ultimate goal, which is to buy um, more vintage cards. But in order to buy more vintage cards, like fresh collections of vintage cards, you have to see more, I mean, you have to get more leads. And no one bats a thousand. Not Pete Rose, not Ty Cobb, not Babe Ruth. No one bats a thousand. So point is, if you want to get a making it up, you want to buy a good collection. Or um, you set a goal of, I want to buy one good collection or one decent collection every week this month for the next four weeks. How do you do that? Well, you can't just generate one lead. You'd have to generate, I'm going to guess at least two leads, but I'm probably being um, conservative and it should be actually many more in terms of the multiple. But the point is, is that um, we were excited to be contacted by Amy and Amy was um, ready, willing, and able to meet. And one of the things is kind of getting back to center that we become good at here at Vintage Breaks and Just Collect is we make sure that we don't rest on our laurels. And if we feel like something's in play, and there's a chance to be able to get a fresh collection, well, we make sure we prioritize that here. And what does that mean? It means that we took the information that um, Amy shared of the cards she found in the house cleanup she did of her parents' home. Uh, these cards were actually slated to be given away about 10 years ago, believe it or not, to her nephew. Uh, they somehow survived that. Um, and they were still in the same, candidly, old cardboard box. and she didn't think they were worth any money. In fact, I have a quote here from her. She thought that they were these old used cards. And when she started to look up some information in regards to the cards themselves, she's like, oh, at least I've heard of Mickey Mantle. I've heard of a couple of these names, but how do you know they're worth anything? And then I had never heard this before. She was talking about Reddit and she said she did some research both about cards and me. Um, yours truly, the doctor on Reddit. And so thankfully, the report came back um, uh, affirmative um, and positive uh, so that she was able to reach out um, and feel comfortable about doing that. And so um, Amy was kind enough to come to Hoboken. And what was interesting is we met at Starbucks and she only told me after our first meeting that beyond being with her friend who's a photographer, there were several people in the Starbucks kind of looking at our business um, and what we were doing. So without further ado, I'm going to show you some of the highlights of Amy's collection, which we did recently secure and were able to purchase um, in Hoboken, New Jersey. And um, we did not, though, purchase them the first time. We gave, people ask me this all the time. Do you give people appraisals? Do you give them the information? Are you worried about them not coming back? Well, of course. I mean, you know, I'm just a human being and I love cards. So no, I'd rather have bought them the first time but you can't control that. What you can control is how you present yourself, how you um, present the information that you're giving either an individual or a family. Um, and of course, you have to try to make sure that information is accurate. How do you do that? Well, you do that with diligence. Um, you do that with hard work and of course experience, which is what I have a lot of um, in this industry. So uh, we did that, we sat through it. I mean, really, it almost like broke my heart because we were, we were laughing, we were having a good old time. Um, the first time through um, checking out the cards, but, you know, kudos to Amy. She did what I would do um, if I didn't know a lot about something is I would seek at least a second opinion. And I think she seeked at least a few people's opinions. 
Um, and so you can see here, it's a really gorgeous group of cards headlined by a 1953 Bowman color group, which includes a really well-centered Mickey Mantle. I'm not going to show off each and every card in the collection, but I will show off some of the highlights. To me, this is not only one of my favorite cards in the 1953 Bowman color set, but it's one of my favorite cards of all time. the 1953 Bowman Color Pee Wee Reese. And for those of you that don't know, this was actually a staged um, shot. And I might say it was a good one. Sorry to hear about your mom's uh, friend, Travis. Uh, here's a couple other goodies from the 1953 Bowman Color set. Eddie Matthews, I and mean, that's just a gorgeous photo. Forget about the condition, just a gorgeous photo of him. Yogi. So we're going to cycle through just a couple of the other 53s. Stan the Man, always smiling. Glad that there was one of these in the collection. And by the way, for those of you tuning in on Trading Card Therapy for the very first time, thanks for joining in. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to our channel so you know each and every time we go live on Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Some of these cards will be available for sale through Just Collect. Some of them are going to be available through breaks on Vintage Breaks, or as bonuses through Vintage Breaks. Uh, okay, next up, this is Jeremy Lee's favorite card. I'm only bringing up Jeremy Lee and Sports Card Live because I appeared there last Saturday, as I will every Saturday at about 10.15 Eastern, for our Vintage Spotlight, which will be on Jeremy Lee's Sports Cards Live. And when I showed off a couple of the highlights last Saturday, he was remarking he was really into the Willie Mays. Now, I'm really into the Willie Mays as well, but in terms of the collection overall, there's a few others I have my eye on besides the Willie. All right, this is a shout-out to Sir Charles. This is not the condition of a Bernie Banks rookie that Sir Charles is looking for. But Sir Charles, if you're listening, and he's from Vintage Breaks West, if we find one fresh, Sir Charles G. from Vintage Breaks West will get the first chance, first crack in any high-grade Ernie Banks rookie. All right. Here is the prize of the collection, a very clean, great focus, amazing color, reasonable wear, a little bit off-centered, but still a beauty of a card. A 1951 Bowman Mickey Mantle rookie, his true rookie. There are many in the hobby who think that this should be as valuable, if not more valuable, than the um, 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle. In fact, I got into a discussion at the last Philly Card Show, by the way, if you want to check out their next dates, which will be in March, go to phillycardshow.com. But it was talking about if you had X amount of dollars, would you buy a Mickey Mantle 1951 Bowman or would you buy a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle? Please let me know what your thoughts are in the chat. We'll talk about that on next week's episode of Trading Card Therapy. Also, one of the prizes of the collection 1951 Bowman, Willie Mays. One of the greatest hitters of all time. And to me, one of my favorite cards of one of the greatest hitters of all time. 1951 Bowman, Teddy Ballgame, Ted Williams. Just a gorgeous shot. 
swinging from the left-hand side and a beautiful follow-through with the stadium backdrop. Very well done by the Bowman Company. Of course, we got a Whitey Ford rookie. By the way, folks, for you just tuning in, all of the stories behind these collections that we buy and original video, in some cases, interviews with the individuals or the families that own these cards, they're going to be available on our blog, on our website at blog.justcollect.com. Here is a really um, nice eye appeal, middle of the road, second Bowman card, 1952 of Mickey Mantle. Travis is asking a great question. Should you put old cards like these in card savers? I always wear gloves when dealing with older cards also. So here's the thing, Travis. We're not going to judge you here. But personally for me, unless you're eating like a big sloppy, you know, turkey joe or, you know, big pastrami sandwich with extra mustard, right? As long as your hands are clean, you're not going to affect the vintage cards. The reason why we like to use card savers is because the cards don't move around. This is the preferred holder of choice when submitting cards to PSA or SGC for grading. Um, now, what's interesting is this collection also contained some football cards, and we don't get nearly as many vintage football cards as we do uh, vintage baseball. So you got a nice YA Tittle rookie, Lou the Toe Groza, and a pair of Tom Landry rookies. For those of you who do not, don't know who he is, the gentleman was wearing the cap on your Cowboys sidelines for all those years as the coach. All right, that is one collection for today. You know, I was going to show off another, but it seems like we're kind of up against the deadline here, and I don't want to run out of time. And so we could show it off next week. And no, you're saying no. He's looking at me. Show it off now. All right, J5 saying show it off now. So yours truly is going to show off. This is an incredible find of 1910 baseball postcards, PC-796. In fact, as a designation, 20 of the 25 cards that are in this rare set were in this find. PSA before today has only graded 53 of them. Very proud to be showing these off on today's show. We're going to get right into it. Berkeley and his lovely wife drove five and a half hours in the middle of Pennsylvania all the way to our offices in Milburn, New Jersey. By the way, every single one of them is gorgeous, and every one of them is unmarked on the back, which is extremely unusual, which likely means, gang, this is a true baseball fan, a connoisseur, a lover of the game, because no one was buying these and keeping them for value, certainly back then. And FYI, full story will be on our blog once again at blog.justcollect.com. Berkeley found these in a family cleanup of a home of a former family member in 1979. Why didn't he sell? Before recent times, and I quote Berkeley, well, Leighton, there was no internet. I couldn't figure out what they were worth. I joke with him. I don't think Funk and Wagnall's Encyclopedia and those types of things came out, you know, much later. And so he said they weren't in a rush, but he recognized some of the names. So he just put them in, get this, a lockbox. Not a safety deposit box, a lockbox, the kind of thing where you'd put like an extra snicker bar or a love letter from a former girlfriend. Charlie Street. Thanks for joining us here on Instagram, Mr. Impala and Michael Schlott. Hope you're enjoying the content. We have a good old time here. It's been a few weeks we've been on trading card therapy, but we are vintage cards all the time, 24-7 here at Vintage Breaks Just Collect and trading, therapy, ther trading Card Therapy. 
Special shout-outs to my friends Jason from Otia and Mark from Bleaker Trading. One of my favorite cards in the group, the Eddie Plank. Christy Mathewson, really funny story about this. Berkeley asked me if there was an error because he could only see the Y. I said, you see that tucked under his right arm? Just the, just the tip of the end sticking out. That's an NY for those of you who don't, don't know much about Christy Mathewson. Roger Bresnahan, Hall of Famer. Gorgeous shots. Ed Walsh, Hall of Famer. Right after Trading Card Therapy, you could tune in to Vintage Breaks South and Chris Gilmore will be going live in just a few minutes. Eddie Collins, also the Tito Six Set. Folks, these are unbelievable. I've never had more than two at one time. We now have 20. Incredible. Tris Speaker, one of my favorite cards. Folks have asked me what I'm going to keep for my PC. I'd like to keep them all. Probably keep a couple. I'm not sure, but let me know in the chat who you think I should keep for my collection. Walter Johnson, one of the big names in the group. And we're getting to the last few. The biggies. Ty Cobb. Just look at that definitive photographic portrait. Gorgeous, gorgeous card. And we are very fortunate once again, unmarked by human hand. Honus Wagner. And what's really interesting about the last card in this group is that the Pirates squared off against Detroit in the 1909 World Series the year before the set was issued. And this is Ty Cobb and Honus Wagner shaking hands at the 1909 World Series. Getting goosebumps just thinking about it. I hope you enjoyed this reveal. Today here on Trading Card Therapy, episode number 27. Look for more great vintage card content like this every week here on Trading Card Therapy at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Instagram and YouTube.